the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Yes, you are. And today I have former top Pure Flix mommy blogger, a magazine devotional writer, and a multi-site megachurch biblical research assistant for preachers and pastors. And her name is Lee McKenzie. If you missed the previous two episodes, she talked about her own story. And we're going to dive into that a little bit more again today and talk about trauma. Today we're going to focus on trauma and just some tools uh, to help ourselves or someone that we love to overcome trauma. All of us have faced trauma of different kinds. So welcome back to the show, Lee. I'm so glad that you're here today. Thanks so much, Jennifer. Thanks for having me back again. I'm honored. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I I love one of your main message titles. You say that uh, you're not broken, you've been hurt, and there's hope because there's help. What a powerful title. And I think with trauma, that's, is that more than broken? What is your definition of trauma? Um, I think trauma is anything, anything that you've had, and they call it big T and little t traumas. But anytime you've been really, really, really hurt, whether it's you've been like, you know, something happened in school and your heart was broken or you didn't get the thing that you were hoping you would get, it can be that kind of trauma or it can be something like you've had a car accident or um, you've had a diagnosis. Maybe somebody in your family is going through treatment. Um, those are sometimes what we call big key traumas or divorce or loss of a child mm-hmm. or um, you've seen violence. And so yeah. that's, I, when I look at trauma, I, I, I always uh, I take what Carol Kent says, my friend Carol Kent. She says trauma is trauma is trauma is trauma. And Pain is pain is pain yeah. is pain. And so we've all gone through it. We all, um, we all have an understanding of what trauma is. It's when you've had a complete heartbreak or something that's really horrible that's happened to you, and it's really hard to get over. That's, yes. that's what trauma is. And, and you know, you think about the little T traumas. I, you know, for some personalities or some even just where you're at in life, like where your maturity is yeah. in life, a, a little T trauma maybe shouldn't be overlooked you know, by the people around you because mm-hmm. for that person it's a it's a big deal. Is that right? It is. A, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think about, you know, a kid in high school and they didn't make the team. Yeah. Or didn't win, win, the, win the part or didn't make it onto the whatever it was. That, to a high school student, that's a big T trauma. Mm-hmm. Now, for somebody who's a little bit older, they might be thinking, oh, well, in the grand space of your entire life, that's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But for that person, that was it feels like life-ending. Like, yes. oh, my gosh, nothing will ever be the same. And I, I don't think we have to have comparative suffering here. I think comparative suffering is dangerous. I think we just 
have compassion like Christ would have compassion and have love as Christ would have love um, instead of going, oh, you know, really, you should just pick yourself up and be fine, shouldn't you? <laughs> I don't think that's what Jesus, Jesus, I don't ever remember Jesus anywhere in the scriptures going, yeah, could you just pick yourself up and like get going, like pick up, really? Yeah, you've been healed. Mm-hmm. He had people like pick up their mat and walk away, but they, they had faith and they healed. And it was a big deal when the person got up and walked. So, well, Jesus probably. looked out on the crowd and he had compassion and he saw that they were oh. harassed and hurting and he, he cared. Mm-hmm. He, he cared so much, so oh. deeply. And yeah. we want to be sensitive to that when someone Absolutely. has the courage, I guess, to share their uh, traumatic experience, to listen and to love. How do, what else right. can we do? Are there other things that we could do for ourselves or for someone yeah, a lot of times um, when people are particularly reliving trauma, um, it gets really, really, really difficult. And I think that there's something that I talk about in the book. Um, it's called She Seems So Normal, Shatter the Plastic Princess, Embrace Authentic Faith. And it is the trauma toolkit. And the idea is that we really want to take the tools that we're using for coping with the hurts that we've had in life and see, are they Fisher-Price tools, or are they going to be like the pink Home Depot tools, or are they actually the power tools to get us into a place and a space that, um, that, that when we're dealing with these hurts, it's positive. Um, for example, when I was a little kid, my primitive coping mechanisms were just dissociation and denial. And I just, I just pretended like I wasn't in the room, or I just ignored that something bad had happened. But when I get a little bit older, I've got to realize, wow, I, that, that worked as a kid, but now how about I just I get help? And I start thinking about getting professional help. That's one of the tools in my toolbox. Mm-hmm. And so how do I go through and step forward to get to the place where I am now using a higher level tool for a coping mechanism? Maybe um, sometimes as grown-ups we will numb or use substances to numb the pain from the hurt from long ago. And I'm not sure if that, that's just a more advanced but still a primitive coping mechanism. If we could get to the place where we have the power tools, where we have thought change and understanding of that the way that was back then is not how it is now. I have the power to reframe. That's a great tool. I am not a five-year-old anymore. I am actually a grown woman and I have resources and support and help. I don't need to numb my pain anymore. I have therapists, I have scripture, I have prayer, I have meditation, I have sister prayer warriors. These are my power tools now. And so how do we develop the toolbox that is the power box, the power tools versus our Fisher-Price tools that we had uh, when, when we were younger? I love, so I'm really pretty passionate about it. <laughs> well, I love all those all those tools, and I think all of those things are are pieces of the puzzle of putting everything back together again. And they're they're very very helpful. We almost need all of those. Uh, you know, when you think about trauma, uh, I, when I when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, my surgeon said to me, Jennifer, you, I want you to be very choosy with who you share the story with because every time you retell the details it's as if you're in a car wreck again and again and again it's traumatic to your body to reshare the story and the details and so you have to be choosy so i I like how you say sister prayer warriors so those are kind of your choosy people and and then a counselor someone professional who's studied 
studied and and prayed and are they're they're right. prepared to help you. So how how does one go about picking and choosing the right people to share? If you if you just share this with everywhere, one aren't you reliving it? Yeah, that's a, you know that's such a great question, Jennifer. I always talk about um, sharing your story with safe people. And the person that I know is, who is the safest person ever in history is Jesus. And so <laughs> yeah. that can, the idea of the confession is really important to me. Of He already knows, so how about we just talk? We start with him first. He's your first safe person. Whether it is um, you are journaling it or whether it's through spoken prayer or whatever, that is it. Um, I would also say the next thing is um, I, w- I looked around and I actually prayed and said, God, who do I share this with? Father, I need confirmation. Tell me mm-hmm. who, who is my safe person. And he would literally bring names to mind or he would bring somebody into view. And I would say you have to develop and cultivate a safe sphere of friends and, and warriors. Um, I don't think you share everything on the first shot. I mean, having been in leadership in a megachurch, we learn about how do you – what do you share and with whom? Because there are certain people that you know can hold it and are trustworthy, and there are certain people that cannot. And so what I've always done and told other leaders to do is, you know, give them a small piece that is an inconsequential piece of something, um, and hopefully this will be well before you ever have to have them for serious big support for a diagnosis. And see how they hold, like, the little part. So that once you get to that place, you've cultivated different people. And if they do good with a little, just as in Scripture, then you give them more. Mm-hmm. And then you can give them more. And then you start realizing you have these circles of accountability and sharing and, and people who know you and you know them. I think that's um, really powerful friend, because even a, a licensed counselor, they're, they're bound by law, right? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and what's wild is that, like, when my, when my, girl, my best friend um, had, a, had a stage four uh, breast cancer diagnosis, and before she told anybody on our team, she called me and said, I need somebody who is not going to freak out. I just need somebody to tell me, um, okay, what's next? And I was like, I'm your girl. Like, you find those kinds of people. Sometimes the job is to connect on a deep, oh, I know, I've been there. Like, that's the job. They want connection. Do you want somebody to connect with? Do you want somebody, number two, for advice? If you're looking for advice, find the person who's given advice. Oh, I'm, I, I just have this diagnosis. I know that your family's been through this. I need help. Any ideas? Give me suggestions. So you have your connects, you have your advisor, but then you have, I just need to tell somebody, like, I just need to share this with you, and I just need it to be here. Mm. That and, is and, so great. And, and those are those different levels of, of cultivating well, the spheres of sacred support. Well, Lee, we are out of time, unfortunately, <laughs> but this is power-packed. Give us, give us one last tip, one second. Mm. Jesus is the answer to every question you've ever had about anything. Jesus is always the answer, no matter what. (laughs) Yes, he is. Jesus is always the answer. Oh, what a lovely conversation with Lee McKenzie. Look her up on social. Go to XOXO Lee McKenzie, and you'll find out more. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply 
for women. I'm praying for you. I'm cheering you on. You can do this. You are loved. You are valued. You're listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.